Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Namaste, yogis. This is Andrew Seeley here to welcome you to the Yoga Revealed podcast. Today, we acknowledge and honor the next generation of yogis, those who are finding the yoga practice to be a self-realization lifestyle and a sustainable career at a young age. Today, I have the great pleasure of sharing the journey of the 19-year-old yoga prodigy, Ali Michelle. What was interesting is I started to realize in meditation and yoga and actually working on yourself and connecting with yourself makes you so much better when you're being of service to others, Mm. when you take care of yourself first. Listen close as Ali reveals the beauty of her relationship with meditation, her sister, Alexis Wren, and her thoughts on how we can become more in tune with our energies to fulfill our true heart's passion. So get ready to dial in and shine as Ali shows us how to truly align on this outstanding episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast. So it brings me great joy to be sitting across from the amazing Ali Michelle. Thank you so much. It's been really good. We just had some amazing pancakes with sunflower butter, and they were actually pink. So yeah, yeah, lots of turmeric in them. Yeah, they're pretty special. <laughs> yeah, I love making just whatever is around the house for my guests, and you just so happen to be here on a day that I was making pancakes. Well, it so happens to be my favorite meal, actually. So. Really? It Are is. You yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm such a breakfast person. I got to make her favorite pancakes on her favorite meal. What a day! Yeah, I'm a pancakes for dinner person. So. <laughs> dinner, breakfast, lunch, everything. Everything. Totally. Yeah. Well, I'm stoked to have you here on the Yoga Revealed podcast, simply because in meeting you and actually getting to hang out with you in Hawaii. At Wonderless Oahu, I was like, wow, this girl's really dialed in. Like, you're very mature for your age. You're very, what I would call, just focused on what your intention is and where your heart desires to actually progress in yoga. And I wanted to hear more about your journey and where it started. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Seriously, that means a lot. Um, I actually started, I took a yoga sculpt class with Omar in Beverly Hills, and I was on the floor the entire time, <laughs> just passed out, um, had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and somehow I ended up going back and taking a hot yoga class, and I just fell in love. So Nice. So you started off with hot yoga? I did. Um, I used to be a ballerina, and I actually messed up my knee, and I could barely walk. So someone told me that hot yoga was really healing for it, mm-hmm. and I started at hot at yoga. Wow. So you just like hopped into a class, first class ever, with was with Omar at a yeah. yoga sculpt class. You were yoga just like, sculpt. Let's go do this. Which is like boot camp in the heat if you've ever done it before. So you were pretty ambitious then. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. More like I didn't know what I was walking into, but yeah. So how long ago was that? That was two, three years ago. Wow. And so you've been practicing ever since? Yeah, um, I went more into a serious practice, like actually studying yoga when I did my teacher training last summer. Nice. Yeah. And so in the initial stages of yoga, um, you said you were a ballerina before. I'm sure that required lots of discipline, lots of practice. Mm -hmm. And then stepping into a yoga class, what did you see as the difference there? You know, it was so interesting because it was more like therapy for me in a way. Um, you know, I used to be very shy and it was hard for me to talk to people and just really use my voice. Um, so then I ended up doing this teacher training and having to command a room and speak in front of people was totally terrifying. But like, as the more I used my voice, the more I found it and it just became like this journey to myself instead of exercise. I mean, dance is definitely a creative expression, but it's definitely more self-connected, I think for me. Hmm. So yoga just allowed you to get more into who you are and to kind of reveal like that voice that you had always held back in dancing? Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So tell me about your yoga teacher training. What about it really changed your practice from being on the mat to actually sharing that practice with others? I did my training with um, Deanna Answorth in Hari Yoga Santa Monica and Mm -hmm. We had this book called The Heart of Yoga. Yeah. And yeah. It's on this bookshelf. Oh, nice. You got the book. Yeah. <laughs> um, it has all the yoga sutras in the back. And mm-hmm. I just started reading this. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to try this and see how it goes. Um, and I was working with one of the yamas. It was non-attachment, a parigraha. Mm-hmm. So I worked with that all summer. And I started to notice that I had like way less thoughts. My mind was so quiet. Hmm. And I started to realize um, what it means to actually be present. That's awesome. And what would you say was the defining practice um, with what you say, like kind of like practicing that as far as that non-attachment goes? How did you practice that on your day-to-day? Anytime any experience came up, like whether it was challenging or good, I looked at it as an opportunity for growth. Mm. instead of why is this happening to me so it took the kind of victimizing thing out of it and I just learned how to use any challenge um as a way to make my soul grow so nice just basically being more proactive yeah that's awesome absolutely yeah so you had done ballet before and you started practicing yoga at what point were you like wow I really want to do a teacher training I was gonna go to college. I had I was signed up for all my classes, and then I walked into the studio, and um, Deanna told me about the teacher training, 
and I signed up and I withdrew from SMC and that was that. I just knew I had to do it. Wow. So you decided to just kind of like throw away this whole college career and go into teaching yoga full time? Yeah, because my heart was in it and that was the first time I found something that I was actually in love with. So, Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you'll go back to college later on? I don't know. I'm kind of like in a different kind of education now Um, and where I'm going doesn't really require a college education right now and I don't think that my heart would be in the right place if I did that. And what kind of different education are you talking about? Um, Well, there's yoga and then I'm in a craniosacral training, Mm -hmm. which is a form of energy healing. That's Um, beautiful. So you've decided to take your passions and dive deeper into the exquisitry of them and more so specialize in what you're truly passionate about rather than having a quote-unquote regular career. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Thank you. It takes a lot of courage. Thank you. Seriously, because I mean, I remember, you know, sitting in college classes and then the highlight of the my day was going to yoga. And at the time, it didn't dawn on me that, hey, maybe I could just do yoga and teach yoga or have a life that was more so centered around yoga into far later on when I was teaching corporate yoga classes. And then it was like, oh, this could actually be something that's sustainable for my lifestyle. So it's so beautiful to see someone so young to have learned that so early on. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, totally. I mean it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, yoga's been everything for me, so... That's beautiful. Yeah. So tell me about what in your teacher training led you into feeling confident about teaching? Because so many people out there, I mean, I'm sure there's listeners right now that are like, oh my goodness, I couldn't imagine teaching a yoga class at 19. Yeah. I I mean, not only teaching in front of people, but just like introducing myself to people and kind of living with that open heart. I had mm-hmm. no idea how to be vulnerable. Um, I was like, I'm just going to sit in this comfy little box over here. Um, And my teacher trainer, Deanna, like every day would give me some crazy exercise to do. So she'd have me be like a cheerleader and I'd have to literally shout what I was teaching. (laughs) (laughs) She always gave me the super loud ones because I couldn't stand it. But after a while, like breaking through those barriers, I started to really find like that empowering voice. Mm, So it sounds like Deanna really was able to get you to step outside of your comfort zone oh yeah and try something brand new <laughs> yeah she flung me out of my comfort zone what was one of the weirdest things you did in teacher training oh, i'm trying to think i mean just every day it was something else she would make me like get up in front of just regular classes that she taught and i'd mm-hmm. have to teach a random section oh wow yeah <laughs> <laughs> she just stopped the class okay come She'd on up like, here ali she's like ali's gonna demonstrate and like cue it i'm like oh my gosh yeah <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. Sometimes the best teachers are the ones that take us outside of our comfort zones. Oh, yeah. I'm so grateful to her. I mean, she's really an incredible guru. So Awesome. Yeah. So you went from, you know, being this awesome ballerina. You got your teacher training. When did you decide that teaching was the right thing for you? Towards the end of the training, I realized I, it was something I could actually do. Um, and then we all taught our first class together. The three other people in the training, we kind of split a class. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy. I mean, I was like bouncing off the walls. It was like I had 12 cups of coffee. I was just like vibrating off this energy. And I realized like I just loved it so much. Like I love connecting with people like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It sounds like you're very connected with your energy and with, you know, 
what allows you to be able to progress into the most efficient way of utilizing your energy. So I want to hear a little bit more about how you became aware of energy, of subtle energy, and like really tapping into what made your heart tick and like what makes you want to do the things that you do. Yeah, um, my mom and I used to meditate like every day when I was little um, without even really knowing what we were doing. We just tried it. And so I was always pretty sensitive to that. And then I was introduced to Reiki, um, which is also another form of energy healing. Can you describe it? It's kind of moving, um, removing energetic blockages and working with chakras and mm-hmm. subtle energies. And it's a pretty broad practice. You know, everyone has their own kind of way of doing it, um, which is beautiful. But that's when I first started to find that awareness. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So through Reiki, you were able to feel more of your own energy or were you just able to tap into other people's energy? I started to feel my own energy. And then um, what was interesting is I started to realize that actually working on yourself and connecting with yourself makes you so much better when you're being of service to others, Hmm. when you take care of yourself first. So self-love in a sense. Yeah. Finding that self-love is so important because then you can actually authentically give that love to other people. Hmm. And you know, I was so used to just kind of not thinking of myself, like putting myself aside and then kind of that codependent way. So learning how to connect back in, has been so important. That's awesome. So can you give me kind of like a, best way I can put this is, can you give me a framework for how you were able to give yourself more self-love and become more aware of your energy? Yeah, I would just sit and meditate um, and just notice. I'd notice any physical sensation at first. It was very like, you know, um, noticing the sounds in the room and everything. And then I started to go more inward. Mm. And I found this kind of witness state. Um, There's this book, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. That's my favorite book. Um, That's a really good book. Yeah. Wow. To think that you at 19 have read that book is really astonishing that's absolutely wonderful thank you seriously i've I've read it like four times um but one of the first things he talks about is like you're not your thoughts you're the person observing your thoughts Mm -hmm. so i really tried to find that observer and then eventually you know when i'm not in that observing present state i notice it now Mm. more so than it being a rare thing so in observing the thoughts you were then able to quiet the mind yes And then when you quiet the mind, what do you find? Everything. I just, I feel love. I feel like um, life is actually flowing through me instead of me trying to control it or kind of bend it how I want it to be. I'm just kind of moving with this river. Hmm. So in a sense, you're allowing the energy to flow through you. And in doing so, things become more intuitive. Yeah. Just allowing things to flow through me, kind of being like a hollow vessel of sorts. And I think that works with any situation, any challenge, if you just accept it as an experience and let it flow through you. In practicing meditation, when did it dawn upon you that through meditation you could become a clearer vessel? Mm. You know, I just realized how important it is to have that quiet in your mind because when you actually become still and sit with yourself and are in your body, you know, um, that's when I feel most alive. And that's when I can actually see people and come from this neutral place of compassion 
instead of being in like my story and judging everything or having fear around everything just really letting that kind of flow through me mm-hmm. and I found that in meditation and yoga and reading those books I mean I would go to Barnes and Noble and go to that self-help spiritual section yeah and I just get like a pile of books and like pour over them for hours wow yeah that's awesome so you really have an interest for this yeah oh yeah like any piece of information I can get about any of this so tell me about some of the people who have inspired you on your path that book Michael by Michael Singer have and, you ever um, met him no no never gotten any of his talks or anything no but mostly just authors that i'm really inspired by in studying mm-hmm. that um and Thich han actually yeah. learned how to pronounce his name last week so it's good um just his quotes and his books the art of communicating mm-hmm. um and the power of now all of those and then also just being inspired by everyone i meet because everyone has something to teach me totally. something i can learn from them it's the truth because even people who perhaps trigger anger in us or trigger sorrow in us are people who are really just revealing feelings within ourselves that we need to deal with. And in allowing those people to be more so learning situations and like a learning experience, then we can actually change the way that we react and be more proactive in how we deal with everyday occurrences. Yeah, that's really beautifully put. I agree. I really like the idea that we're all just reflections. So anytime you know you have a judgment or you really love something about someone, that's also a part of you. Totally. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about how you got into not only just the yoga, but also now inspiring so many. I mean, your Instagram is amazing. And at times I'm inspired too. I go on your page and I'm like, <laughs> I just want to do acro with Allie again. <laughs> Well, you're like the ultimate acro guru, so. Aw. <laughs> Seriously. I do my best. Just like you, you said, to share love just from the heart, so I feel you. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Um, at first with Instagram, I actually was using it as a tool to grow and get over my shyness. So it was less about, you know, kind of the business side of things and more like, um, this is a really vulnerable post and I'm scared to share it. Like I'm terrified and I'm just going to do it because then that will prove something to myself and, um, kind of help me grow. So I was using it in that way and I didn't really expect people to actually read it or, you know, respond to it. Um, so the first time I got a DM like of how inspired they were and how touched they were by it, it, I was so inspired. That's awesome. So I just kept going and it grew into this thing. Yeah, I really enjoy reading your posts as well because you're very authentic. Like you come from your heart and that is beautiful to see because I feel at times it's just, you know, another hollow back or another back bend or another like contortion move. And it's like, (laughs) you know, where's like the the heart behind these posts? Like, you know, where's the inspiration coming from that, you know, allowed you to get into this posture? Because obviously, if you've practiced to be able to get into this beautiful posture, then you've been through some experiences, and don't you wish to share those with your followers, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And just also knowing that, you know, those poses don't happen overnight, because I got so frustrated seeing all these amazing contortionist Mm -hmm. yogis. I'm like, wow, like, why can't I do this yet? And I was like, well, I've only been practicing seriously for a year, so I think having that patience with yourself... um, And with posts, also, what I learned is that it's okay to feel anger and sadness and all this stuff. And 
you know, you don't have to be Zen all the time because I have this judgment, like I'm not a yogi if I'm not at peace all the time. Mm. But sometimes it's important to allow yourself to feel that shadow side in order to let it go. Definitely. That's a, that's a very, very good statement because I feel nowadays, especially with as much social media as there is, it's all like, you know, happy flowers and good gumdrops and can't wait to go here or there. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, people are traveling across the world. Next thing you know, they're here. Oh, they're in Aruba. Now they're in Hawaii. It's like. Yeah. And you don't get to see like all the stuff that happened for them to get there, all the disasters, because there's always a disaster with travel. Um. (laughs) Yeah. So true. So true. Well, now that we know a little bit about your present and where you are currently, can you give us a little outlook on your future? Maybe some things that you're working on that you're really excited about? Yeah, um, I'm working on my blog right now. It's for wellness and inspiration. And I'm going to put a yoga course, an online video course online. And it has a couple different teachers. So it's not just me talking. Um, It's like two or three other people. And it's in this beautiful house in Topanga and this loft in downtown LA. And, you know, a lot of the comments I always say are like, I'm in a foreign country. There's not a yoga studio near me. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a good online yoga course? So I think making that accessible for people is really important. That's beautiful. When's that going to be launched? In two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Seriously. That's awesome. Thank you. And so you're going to be able to share yoga with so many people that, you know, may not have access to it. Yeah, and I think everyone should have access to yoga, you know, it's such a beautiful thing. That's so true. That's so true. Anything else that's in the making or that you're super excited about? Yeah, I'm actually going to Jamaica in May. Ooh, yes. what you going to do in Jamaica? Um, my god sister is modeling there, so I'm going to go with her and do some yoga and teach a couple people there, so nice. that'll be super fun. So for those who don't know, who's your god sister? Um, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> bringing this up um alexis ren yeah yeah is is that cool like having someone who's really i would say insta famous as a god sister i mean i i didn't even know of her until you introduced me to for the first time so yeah she's she's so sweet and we grew up together and just watching her what she's done and taken with her talent and her creativity it's amazing and i'm so happy for her so that's awesome yeah and so i'm sure she helps you out with the instagram you help her out with the spiritual side <laughs> is that how it works that's it's pretty like much how it works <laughs> yeah yeah we always laugh about that <laughs> <laughs> she's like the social media guide you're the spiritual guide yeah but no she has so much heart too i mean she's in a good I place know. i met her and she's an absolutely beautiful soul and yeah. having her in acro yoga class the other day was really really cool yeah um alexis and i it was her first acro and uh, we tried to fly each other <laughs> it worked out pretty it, well it didn't though andrew looks over and he's like that's not the pose what are you doing <laughs> i was giving you the benefit of the doubt you know she had you balanced you had her balanced it, was, it, it worked out it you worked know? out it was... through some laughs and a little a little bit it was fun yeah <laughs> that's what matters most that yes. is what matters most exactly awesome so now that you've kind of established yourself as a yoga teacher and as someone who is influential in the Instagram community and in the yoga community here in Santa Monica, what do you feel is is your take on the growth of yoga on the social media front and also in the studio? Because I feel nowadays so many people have the access to teach millions online because they have these followings, but then there's also teachers 
who have been teaching for years who don't have these same followings, like what is your take on it? And how could you per se um, give someone who may not have a huge following online some advice on attracting the people who they wish so that they can have more students in their class? I think the cool thing about Instagram is that it's inspiring and the difference between kind of like um, the regular Instagram community and the yoga communities that, you know, we're connecting and actually helping each other. Like, there's so many yogis I've reached out to and they've just sent me tips on, you know, how to do a forearm stand or all this stuff. Like everyone is really supportive and loving. And I think having that hope and that inspiration to go deeper in your practice is really important. Mm. Um, but it doesn't, you know, I don't just like fling myself into these poses. Um, I'll spend like time in the studio learning from all these amazing teachers. And I think that's also important to know because sometimes with Instagram, you don't get to see like how you get into the pose and mm -hmm. the work that goes into it. So I think having that patience is important. And in regards to attracting a following, I think just telling the truth is like the most important thing you can do. Just say, be honest about what you're going through, um, mm -hmm. the good and the bad. And if you connect with it, they'll connect with it no matter what it is. That's so true. That's so true. And I, I think that's, as far as for me and in, in my own experience, that's what's allowed me to get to where I am now is just being as genuine and authentic as you can be. Because when it comes down to it, the way that people connect to you online is the same way that they connect to you in person. They see you for who you are. And if they're truly gravitating towards you, then they're going to be those lifelong advocates that you wish to have in your class, on your retreats, liking your photos, commenting on your pictures. It's all the same. Yeah. It's just, you know, a different median. Exactly. And it's so beautiful because everyone's really smart and they're getting so good at, you know, sniffing out what's real and what's not. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times, like, I'm actually really scared to post something that I'm like, okay, that must mean it's really authentic. So I just have to do it and just <laughs> click the button and not look. <laughs> yeah. So... I think just being as honest as possible. Definitely. So where do you see your career expanding into? What do you see for your future in growing in the yoga community or growing in the healing community? Um, you know, I'm just so really, really happy to be on this path. And I honestly don't know what's going to happen. And I'm really okay with not knowing for the first time, which is cool um, to not have to know all the answers. And so as long as I'm on this path and I'm loving what I'm doing, I'm excited to see where it'll expand to because I just want to find a way to connect with people and be of service and just grow. That's the way. That's the best way. Yeah. Hmm. So I like to ask this simple question and it's what is yoga to you? Hmm. Being. I think yoga, you know, oftentimes is thought of as a physical practice, but in the yoga sutras I was reading, you do the asanas and the physical stuff so that you can be still and be really present in your own life. Mm. And to me, yoga is being here in my body and growing. And it's, it's everything. I mean, it's support. It gives me hope and trust through all the hard times. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you could recommend three books for our listeners of the Yoga Revealed podcast and so many of your fans, which three would they be? 
Just three? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have your own book list? I have like a giant, you should see my apartment. It's like piles of these books. It's That's so funny. Awesome. And I've read them all five times. Well, we um, should start a little um, a little book club. We should start a book club. Ah, book Yoga Reveal Book Club. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm serious. <laughs> I am too. I'm down. Okay. Um, <laughs> definitely The Untethered Soul, even though I said that already, because that's just my favorite. And, and who's the author? Michael Singer. Okay. And everyone knows this book, but The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz is mm. really life-changing. Definitely. Um, yeah. And, gosh, the third, Journey of Souls by Michael Newton, I think. Journey of Souls. I haven't heard of that one. It's really cool. It's um, this hypnotherapist. And it's case studies, so he'll put these people in past life regression and just write, like, their life between lives and all their past lives. And it's really cool. That's he's, interesting. Like, a PhD, so it's just all these amazing stories in this one beautiful book. Hmm. I'll yeah. have to check that one out. Yeah. So it's Definitely. a little bit of everything in those. And if you can give our listeners three golden nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> golden nuggets. Seriously. Like, <laughs> you know, like those little words of wisdom that keep people going, because... It's very often that we get down on our journeys and just, you know, on the day to day, like, you know, there's people that are sitting at desks right now listening to this or in their car or, you know, on the floor of their apartment, you know, it's, it's really good to have a few words of inspiration. So if you could give us three, that'd be awesome. Three words. Okay. They don't have, no, I mean like three Three little nuggets. Three nuggets. Okay. All right. Let me see. Let me channel my inner wisdom. Um, Your inner awesome, please. (laughs) My inner awesome. Um, I think the first one would be learning how to surrender um, because life is hard and Mm. stuff comes up. And I think if you can actually surrender in those hard times and not kind of block life from happening, you'll find that, um, you come out so much stronger and honestly more liberated on the other side because it takes the suffering out of it a lot of the time. Totally. And I think the second one would be finding the balance between surrendering and also chasing life with an open heart and going after what you want and being proactive, um, and just being aligned with your soul purpose, mm-hmm. you know? So living wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, okay, third one. <laughs> Come on, this is like the third book. It's going to be right. the best one, right? All right. Oh, shoot. So much pressure now. Um, I think being vulnerable is so important. Just mm. being yourself. Because that can be uncomfortable, but it's... All the change happens, and you attract all the right things when you're vulnerable, and when you take care of yourself. Mm. Such beautiful words. Thank you so much, Allie. Thank you. Seriously, I truly appreciate you being on the Yoga Revealed podcast today and just sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, and your love for yoga with all of our listeners. And they are truly appreciative. I already know it. (laughs) It's an honor to be here. Seriously, thank you so much. Definitely. Big hugs. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast with Ali Michelle. Make sure to check out AllieMichelle.com for more details on her upcoming classes, online yoga course, and awesome wellness blog. For more inspiration, make sure to follow her uplifting Instagram page at AllieMichelle. And special treat, Yoga Revealers. Be on the lookout for the Yoga Revealed Book Club with special recommendations and reviews from real yogis just like you. 
It's the best way to dive deeper into the depth of learning. And a huge thanks to Ali Michelle for inspiring this book club and contributing to the Yoga Revealed community. So do us a favor and make sure to subscribe on iTunes and drop us a five-star review if you really appreciate the work that we do. Catch us at yogarevealed.com for a free manifesto document that will inspire your new year and keep you on track for greatness. You can find more Yoga Revealed content on SoundCloud, YouTube, and Instagram. Until next time, live light, shine bright, yogis. Much love. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.